0: As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. Psalm 42.1 And welcome back for another episode of As the Deer. My name is Jesse, and I am a pastor of a small church in Ogden, Utah, and the purpose in this podcast is to come together with you, my friend, to long after him together, to align our heart and our soul each morning with his. The first great and primary business to which I ought to attend every day is to have my soul happy in the Lord. George Mueller. Let us pray. Today's prayer is a Puritan prayer called Spiritual Helps. Eternal Father, it is amazing love that you have sent your Son to suffer in my stead, that you have added the Spirit to teach, comfort, guide, and that you have allowed the ministry of angels to wall me around. All heaven subserves the welfare of a poor worm. Permit your unseen servants to be ever active on my behalf, and to rejoice when grace expands in me. Suffer them never to rest until my conflict is over, and I stand victorious on salvation's shore. Grant that the proneness to evil, dreadness to good, resistant to your spirit's motions, may never provoke you to abandon me. May my hard heart awake your pity, not your wrath. And if the enemy gets an advantage through my corruption, let it be seen that heaven is mightier than hell, that those for me are greater than those against me. Arise to help in richness of covenant blessings. Keep me feeding in the pastures of your strengthening word, searching scriptures to find you there. If my waywardness is visited with scourge, enable me to receive correction meekly, to bless the reproving hand, to discern the motive of rebuke, to respond promptly and do the first work, and let all your father's dealings make me a partaker of your holiness. Grant that in every fall I may sink lower on my knees, and that when I rise it may be to loftier heights of devotion. May my every cross be sanctified. Every loss be gained, every denial of a spiritual advantage, every dark day a light of the Holy Spirit, and every night a trial a song. And Father, breathe afresh in us today. Renew us, prod us, pull us, Creating us a yearning to be yielded to you day by day, moment by moment. Amen. Well, Saturday, yes, I did a Saturday devotional because I owe you all at least three a week. Um, at least in my head, I do. And today I wanted to discuss the idea of being tethered to the cross. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the first five verses, Paul says this, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. What a beautiful testimony that Paul has with these Corinthians who were so obsessed with wisdom and, and rhetoric and one-upping one another. And he said, I chose to know nothing except for Christ and him crucified and I came to you with simple speech the testimony of the glory of the gospel the goodness and right before this this is kind of the context in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 he says this 18 through 25 for the word of cross is folly to those who are perishing so when he says I Chose to know nothing among you except for Christ and Him crucified, He's saying that the cross is considered foolish to those who are perishing, those who do not cling to the cross, those who are dying in their sin. The cross is foolish, right? But us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And I love this idea of being saved. By clinging to the cross, by fixing our eyes upon Christ, who is the author and perfecter of our faith, we are in process. And if we keep our eyes sealed um, to our King, to our Savior, to our Redeemer, and we are in the process right, of being saved and being preserved. Um, Verse 19, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made uh, foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and folly to the Gentiles, right? To the two people groups of the time, Jews and Gentiles. Jews, this is a stumbling block. They don't believe in a Messiah who is going to fall at the hand of rome they believe in a messiah who would set them apart set them free based on conquest based on being all of that and so he was a stumbling block that makes no sense we reject and deject this jesus christ as a messiah and folly to the gentiles foolishness why would god let himself die at the hand of man if he is god then he would smite us So it was a stumbling block to the Jews and folly to the Gentiles. But to those who are called, and my brothers and sisters in Christ today, my friend, I pray that you are called, whether Jew or Greek, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. And so we look at the cross, though it may seem foolish to some and we look at the cross and though it may seem weak and pitiful to some and embarrassing to many and such a a a non-godlike way to die yet we know that this is the strength of god and the wisdom of god that he would send his son to die upon the cross and so we as christians we tether our sights upon christ we tether ourselves upon the cross And so my friends, until tomorrow, be filled with the Holy Spirit, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, and remain tethered to the cross.